Welcome to Rome. Is this a formal event or a social affair? Social. How many buttons? Two. And what style? Tactical. Mr. Wick, do enjoy your party. Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I am Evie. And today we're looking at John Wick 2, uh, the sequel. Uh, I'll be honest with you, when I saw the movie first, I started with number two first, went to three, and then went back to one. Uh, I don't know if that's probably a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, I love this trilogy. Um, what were your thoughts? Evie? I like the first one. Second one I liked a lot better, actually. Let's talk about the second one. What, okay, how did the second one exceed the first one? Well, at least in the second one, like, you know, who John was and mm -hmm. and uh, what he was like and what to expect. So I thought that one was really good. Yeah. I thought that one was good, you know, because you know what, what could ex be expected. You, you see the world of assassins. I mean, this is, you see his world yeah. and what he's capable of doing. And he's in the fold. So... And he comes back looking for his car. It starts off with that whole sequence. So yeah, it starts yeah, off hard. Like it starts off like really, really good. Mm -hmm. And you reason and why they call him the boogeyman, you know, because I didn't know this. Like the whole thing with a pencil, he actually mm -hmm. sees how he does what he does with a pencil. And you see yeah. everything, all the stuff that he's talking about, like, oh, like how he does this or, you know, like the favor mm -hmm. he does or what this means. You know, you, you, you start to see, you start to see what makes him such a man of focus and, and sheer will, you know, mm -hmm. and the world of like the gold coins and how it works in this environment. And it's yeah. world, it's world building, like how this world expands and how the uh, intercontinental hotel exists on different parts of the planet. Mm -hmm. And it's a world of assassins and anyone can be an assassin. It doesn't matter yeah. where you are. Uh, this whole world is so immersive and so, uh, uh, so it's so new um i've never seen anything like it like this is this and the word of like gun fu i never heard of that expression until i saw this movie mm. using that reference to this movie so what were your what were you, what were the things that were going through your mind and the things that you heard about and learned from this film that nobody's invincible you know no uh i like the cars in the movie in the movie which was good um is invincible I can't stop saying that, you know. What do you think of Common? Because last time we spoke about Common, he was in the movie Ava and played the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. With the gambling addiction. And oh, right. now we see Common now as a hitman in the world of assassins. So, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, what are your thoughts on him? Interesting guy. You know, he's differently. Yeah. I thought that nobody was, was invincible there. Uh, you know, everybody. Yeah, people have lives. Um, people, people, nobody's invincible. Uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. There's kind of a difference there. All right. Well, let's get into the email bag. You've heard mailbag song. Hit it. Letters. I get letters. So many letters. The return of a perfectly cast Keanu Reeves as the title character a black-suited, black-faced assassin with a particularly colorful code of ethics is nothing short of a trashy triumph. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure how to take those wording, but uh, I'm guessing it's a positive thing, what he just said. Uh, I think as an assassin, I, you know, 
with with Keanu, I always thought of you know not of a ser- I don't think of him as being a serious actor. I mean, The Matrix proved me wrong that he can do action. Uh, this just puts it over for me. Like I believe him, and the fact that the stunts and everything he's been training for is kind of like on the level of Tom Cruise, where he actually can do everything you're seeing and how he's handling the guns. Like it's the legitimate way of how you would hold a gun. It's a legitimate way of how you would do hand to hand combat in short. Uh, when you're, when you're so close to the, your, your targets and what you do, like, like there's an expression, two in the head, you know, they're dead. That's an actual phrase, you know, and that's what he does. So it's, it is, it really skims a light, the line of realism and what a professional is supposed to do. When, when you have experts who watch the movie, they agree with everything you're seeing on the screen. It's portrayed as as real as humanly possible. And what does your email say? Okay, not since John Woo inspired Lethal Weapon have a fight segment so delightfully preside us with their lyric, force, and explosive spontaneity, and supplemented by Oscar-grade sound editing and mixing. Yeah, Um, Tyler Bates, who does the musical score for this, I mean, the music for this uh, is intense. Uh, It's more so evident in number three. when you get into uh, the continental fight, but in mm-hmm. this one, uh, it you know the music really goes with what you're seeing, and the score really sells it. Um, mm-hmm. I I bought the soundtrack score soundtrack for number three, so when I listen to that score, I think of th- I think of almost every scene in three is so distinguishable and so unique that uh, what this guy does it, it tremendously supports the the the, the foundation of the movie. Uh, I should I want I should get my hands on the soundtrack for number two. So I'm sure it's going to make it stand out and pop for me. But nonetheless, everything, every sound, every gunshot, everything you see on the screen and what you're hearing is it's it's beautifully married together. It's a, it's a perfect blend of like when you fire somebody, you think that the shatter shots or the gunshots to the head or the explosions or whatever you see, it really goes with what you're seeing. It actually contributes to the overall effect of the precise surgical precision of um you know gung fu a gun fu if you will or a massacre really plays out you know like like an orchestra like a beautifully symphonic orchestra it's such a there's a musicality towards it there's a style to it, there's a ballet to it but it's done with such a harsh realism so i kind of enjoyed what you're, what you're getting what do you think cool. um I don't know. Let me think about. Um, well, do you do you watch John Woo movies? Are you familiar with any of any of his earlier works? Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I think I've watched a couple. Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, according to the email, basically the person was saying, you know, John Woo is an influence of how you look at it. You know, like Mission Impossible uh, Three is a John Woo movie where he's on a motorcycle and you have the pigeons and stuff like that. It's all oh, yeah. John Woo like. Um, styles and aesthetics aesthetics so you know it's just a very cool like anything with chan young fat like some of his earlier stuff like yeah, hard yeah. boiled uh mm-hmm. you know like those are those are john Woo films so you know mm-hmm. it's all okay. good yeah for sure it is okay interesting john john wick uh overall thoughts of it nice guy um great excellent love the special effects Love the karate. Mm-hmm. 
love his movies, would watch tons of them. Yeah, go John Woo. <laughs> so, what's well, how would you break down the story of this of uh, John Wick Two? Like, what's the breakdown of this story? Like, what's the point of the story? Um, somebody messes with you. Um, you're upset. You want revenge. I'm going to kill your dog. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, good movie. Good movie. Give it like a 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, in terms of plot, I just like the world, open world concept. Uh, he's being forced. He's, he, has a, he has a blood oath where he's got to do job. The one thing we we never find out in any of the movies to this point is whatever, whatever this impossible mission to order to leave the mafia. So I'm not yeah. sure when that's going to be revealed to us, if it, at all. But people who helped him along the way, whether it's William Defoe's character in the first one, or this mm -hmm. guy who has his blood oath of his that makes him do this um, uh, this assassination attempt to come out of retirement. Uh, it's it's interesting to see how this comes back. And then, of course, once you and then um, uh, the the owner of the hotel, what's his name? Um, John Wick. <laughs> what the owner of the intercontinental hotel the one who runs it oh the black guy no the white guy the white guy. Win winston oh. winston is the name winston winston yeah no is it winston I think so. okay well winston he goes like once you dip your toe in it something will bite you back there's a line he gives him like that yeah something like that uh once he yeah because once he does the act He's a wanted man. No matter what he does now, uh, they'll be gunning for him. And then, like how this movie ends, uh, you know, it sets up Parabellum. You know, like every, everyone's out, out to get him because he's he actually does the greatest hit of all time. Mm -hmm. Not the yeah. Pope, which was kind of funny, but like he did something almost as bad as the, hitting the Pope. It's, does a flow from from one film to another film work with you? Does it make sense? Do you understand why the movie's carrying on into the next chapter? Um. Yeah, I think it does. Does it not? Yeah, but um, but for okay. you, like, are, for are you understanding? For me, yeah. uh, for me, I, I'm understanding. But like, I'm I'm assuming like you 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 represent like the average person, the person who doesn't follow film studies or whatever it is. So like, for a person who's mm -hmm. just walking into it for the first time, seeing it for the first time, unfamiliar with this world, are you grasping it? Is it working well with you? Do you understand how it goes from one film to the next film? And mm -hmm. Like, like yeah. how, like Parabellum, when you, when you see that, you know why, where we are. Like, we understand, like, what he's, what he's gotten himself into. Um, yeah, I've followed it so far. Okay. Yeah, I've followed it so far. It's good. Okay. And then the last question, last question I'll ask you is, do you know what, when they say excommunicado, do you know what that means? You're, you're like banned from it. Um, you are barred from it. Um, you've, you've left, you've made somebody angry, you're, you're done. You're excommunicated. Yeah. It okay. excommunicated. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to, to, to check this to be sure. There are some parallels with the matrix, uh, scene where he's in control of, of everyone, like in the, the yard, everyone stops, you know, uh, yeah. you have the girl, the red dress, you have the, you know, in the movie, you had the blue pill and the red pill. Uh, and mm -hmm. this one you have, do you want to give me a gun or not give me a gun? You have the choice, you know, mm -hmm. 
you know right. so you have certain parallels um that that is reminiscent of the matrix he is the one you know to, to change the tide kind of thing to upset mm. the order of stuff the, the matrix so there are there are things there are people deliberately how good to see you again so soon you have no idea what's coming you want a war or do you want to just give me a gun Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. I liked over. I liked the overall look of it. I like the overall feel of it. I love the action of it. I love the martial arts of it. I like the um, the storytelling of it. And it mm-hmm. caters to Keanu is not one who will quote Nietzsche to you. He's not the one who will be William Shakespeare uh, you know, with a soliloquy and break into a big sonnet out of nowhere. Uh, he doesn't come across as that kind of an actor. And mm-hmm. they know it, and they play to his strengths, and they make him seem almost like just a a giant or, or, or among like his peers like he just seems amazing and um they narrate stuff like 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 the um Vigo's brother brother-in-law at the beginning at the auto shop you know he talks mm-hmm. about like why he's a boogeyman and in that in that opening monologue he's doing all mm-hmm. this crazy stuff to the to the russian mob you know so it's it's, it's a visual like cornucopia for the eyes um it is your, your heart's pacing because you're so much invested into this uh mm-hmm. for the ears it's it's the symphony of gunshots and orchestral sounds that match what you're what you're hearing on on the screen so sight sound storytelling visual elements world building uh this for me uh has it all now whether you, you don't like three or if you're okay what you think one is better it, it, together, it's far better than the, than how all three episodes of Back to the Future was. It's more coherent, uh, mm-hmm. it's strong storytelling, and it's compelling. And I think all of that combined is what makes me want to see more. And I look forward to four when it comes out. Cool. I look forward to five because I know that's being set to be made. And there might be a prequel trilogy. I have no idea. These are rumors I've been hearing about. Okay. Uh, are you hearing any rumors yourself about John Wick or no? Now I am actually. Yeah. Now I am. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of opened up my eyes about what's going to happen. Yeah, I want to see them now, definitely. What are your theories for a future? What do you want to see? Um, I'd like to see John Wick with a family. I'd do you, like do, to see. Do you, well, do you think he's a future? Do you think like he'll come out on on top of it somehow, like a Dexter? Like Dexter, you think he's like a, like a hero who should have been killed a long time ago, but still come out mm-hmm. on top? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I, I I'll wait and see, man. I'll wait and see. Okay. Well, on yeah. that, I'm Ray, and I'm Evie. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. Whoever comes, I'll kill them all. The man, the myth, the legend. John Wick. You're not very good at retiring. I'm working on it.